going, what's going on? Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burden, Mr. Short Dollar himself. Tonight we got an awesome show plan is how do you plan for retirement? How to plan for retirement the short dollar way. Okay, <laughs> okay. You know, you hear a lot of people telling you what to do. You know, you see all the videos. Right. Hey, if you can do this, you put this amount of money in, or this, that, at so many, uh, so, uh, so many dollars at this rate of so many years. You can have two billion dollars. Right, million dollars. right, right. And you feel like, why the hell are everybody retiring broke? <laughs> why everybody trying to get <laughs> on that easy. Yeah, why the hell are everybody retiring trying to get a job at the post office <laughs> or Walmart and shit? If it's just that easy, what what we doing wrong? And so, what I want to have a con- uh, discussion with everybody in regards to planning for retirement, the way I look at it, because I look at it at a different perspective than probably a lot of people that push a lot of things on the ne- internet. In regards to what's going on, what's Terry say? Put that thing out. I ain't putting nothing out. <laughs> <laughs> this how I deal with headaches. Like right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> my girl Sherry. <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> Put that thing out. No, this how I maintain. <laughs> but no, I was super excited just to talk about this tonight again because you have so many people that go into uh, retirement or just that whole, you know, hell we in Atlanta. Everybody talking about wealth and wealth build, building like it's a damn walk in the park. Right. You know, they know they got $100 in their bank account, and, you know, they're just planning and aspiring to have $2 million in their account in five years. And I don't know how in the hell. <laughs> That's you, you can only do so much shaking <laughs> and so much tricking. And I don't know right, <laughs> right. In the world, they're going to make it happen. But we're going to have a good discussion tonight in regards to that, you know, just give you strategy that I know um, that can help you on my, my blueprint in regards to help anybody in regards to retirement, okay. regardless of what age you're at. Okay. Before we get started, want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Laugh. It's Thursday, brother. Hey, yeah. Hey, man. Shoot. He's time to slide by, I my know, man. right? And it's almost the end yeah. of the month. Mm-hmm. July mm-hmm. almost over. Summertime be over before you know it. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't that harsh summer this year. No, no, no. It wasn't 110 degrees this year. No, no. Those slide dresses in full effect, <laughs> Sundresses, oh, sundresses and shiny legs. I haven't seen not a one sundress. Oh, I'll be damn, you know, glad <laughs> lightning don't come in I here. I stay down here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't for tell that damn lie. <laughs> Shit, no, hell no. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you don't do your show every day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get our lap. <laughs> Lying there. <laughs> also, some other producers leak three sixteen. Uh, man, this, I'm super excited about the show. You know, before we get started, I always rehash my previous week. And, um, you know, this past week, first give a big shout-out to my son, Christopher Burton, my third son. He turned 16 on Monday. That's right. Big Chris Boo. kind of solid dude. Right. That, that MF shoulder so damn big. <laughs> God. Damn, I walked by that boy in the hallway. Really? brother. Well, that's that football, Shit. though, right? Shoot, man. All those sports That's in. a big heavy day. That's a big brother. Yeah, he and Chris going two weeks to the Junior Olympics in the shot put. Uh-huh. That's a big-ass dude, man. I seen oh, his ass. Oh, shot put heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did that straight bully shit, bumped into me and stuff, looked back <laughs> at me. Man, that's probably your big ass. <laughs> straight lead in you, brother. Right. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, son. That's right, happy um, birthday, Chris. Yeah, man, super proud of him. Um couple things I want to just, you know, shout out. We, we did pass the, we had 15,000. Oh, uh, no. No, we had, well, I was at 15, 16. 15, 6. 
15 six at Mr. Short Dollar. Guys, I want to say again, thanks for all the love and support and the growth and everything. Guys, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Right now, we're streaming live on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and the main channel we use is the YouTube channel where we have over 200 videos or close to 300 videos we got. We, uh, I know everybody goes out a lot to look at the grants uh, playlist. We have over 150 grants running right now on the uh, YouTube channel. So regardless of what platform you're looking at us at, Facebook, Instagram, you, uh, 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 TikTok, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, share it with your family, friends, a lot of great information, mm -hmm. personal finance, entrepreneurship, investing, business, all that great stuff. So please take advantage of all the information you got. I've got a huge library set up for you guys to take advantage of. Excuse me. Another thing I want to push for everybody is go to and join the mailing list. The mailing list is in, all this in the description section of the YouTube channel. Join the mailing list so you stay uh, updated on all the great information we got going on now and also what's coming down the pipe. Um, I can't stress that to you enough, so please make sure you join the mailing list so we can keep you guys updated on everything, okay? Again, this is Mrs. Uh, this is the Dollar Out Tonight show. We're talking about how to um, plan for retirement the short dollar way. Um, you know, Mr. Short Dollar, we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. So please, if uh, uh, stay updated, all the great information, just subscribe to the channel. Regardless of what platform you're looking at, like I said, again, Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube is the main channel. So make sure you get to the YouTube channel, subscribe to it from there. You know, when I want to start talking about this show in particular, I'm going to take my crown roll break. <laughs> Got to take my crown break. That's right. Man, I had some Martell Blue Swift. Uh-huh. Woo! <laughs> Did talk to you. Honey in the glass. Right. <laughs> Lord. Well, that's why you don't have it now, because it was honey in the glass. You drank that. I went through that, man. <laughs> <laughs> went through that, man. He just drank that thing I had, up. I had drunk it up, baby. Oh, okay. Cut, dog. <laughs> Boy. Martell Blue Swift. Uh-huh. Boy, that joint was good, man. Uh-huh. Damn, it was good. I was chilling that last night, man. <laughs> You had to uh, look at the glass. Man, yeah. You had to look at the glass tight. Damn, man. This, I'm just pouring <laughs> it down like, you know. You get a little yak, man. It's kind of a little, you know, bites a little right, bit. Right, No. No. Mm. So they put that in two wooden barrels. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. You know, when we started the night show, we talking about how to uh, plan for retirement. What's the thing that everybody pushing at? They get their jobs, they want to get their what? 401k. 401k. <laughs> and everybody's breaking their name to put their money in their 401k. The problem that comes up is when you get a new job, that's when you go to HR and they get you in the room, hey, put your money in 401k, we'll do match this, match that. And I tell you, you know, again, like we started off the show, if you put in X amount of dollars at this rate, at this year you can have that. The problem that comes up is realistically, um, just give the hop back off something, my, my undergrad is in finance. So pretty much anything, you know, I'm a, I'm a numbers person. And we talk about this a lot. One of the key things we talk about in finance, what we call your investment horizon, which we mean you're by your investment horizon is from the point you are right now in life to the point you want to get you know, as far as retirement. So if you're 45 years old, you know, you're, you want to retire at 60, you're looking at, what, 15 years for retirement, that'll be your investment horizon, how much time you got to reach there. And mathematically, Let's take feelings out. Let's take YouTube, Instagram videos out. Mathematically, we got to see, even with it, with the, the, the advent of compound interest, and I'll go into comp define that in a little bit, you still, do you realize have enough time to accumulate mm -hmm. that much money? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk, yeah, we're going to have a real 
straight up talk tonight because a lot of times people don't necessarily want to uh, to be honest mm-hmm. about where they at in life. Right. Because, you know, and, and, and it's nothing wrong. The, the problem is, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of times people don't be transparent enough. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, man, look, I need some help. Anytime people, people reach out to me all the time, hey, Pooch, I need, can you tell this to me? And I do it because, hell, I know how it is we walking in the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we do this show. Right. You know? And I don't think people, it's, it's one of them things like a, a kind of like your health. You know you ain't in the best shape. Right. But because it ain't really stopping you from doing anything, mm-hmm. you don't go to the gym. You don't push the plate away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I that well, we all do. Right. <laughs> Until we get, you know, something that sidetracks us that we have to take it serious, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I did with retirement. You know it's coming. And because it's not stopping, it's not stopping you. You don't have no kind of like direct negative effects getting there. People just don't stop to address it. Until mm-hmm. it's all more damn near panic season. And I, I really want people to avoid that feeling. But what I want to give you guys is some strategies that I think is the best way for you to go about it. Because, again, you have traditionally, every, everyone's giving you blueprints on how to put money in and compound interest. And what compound interest is, is we look at how what's the mathematical formula. What is the rate divided by time over cash payments? Uh, is R divided, divided, divided by C minus T? My degree is not in finance. Um, I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> I see you adding all these damn alphabets. Long story short, what compound interest is, is that over time, depending on how you know you have your rate of return on a particular item, as more money you put in over a certain amount of time, what we call dollar cost averaging, where you submit, just say you submit a certain amount of money each month, say it's $5 each month, $10 each month, that compound interest is that rate is in increasing because you got uh, a return on five dollars then you got a return on ten dollars then you got a return on fifteen dollars and twenty dollars by you putting more and more money in and the interest is compounding over and over again the dollar is increasing yes it, sir it is a equals final amount t uh initial principal balance uh r interest rate n number of times interest applied per per time period, and T, number of time periods elapsed. That is <laughs> so A equals T, 1 plus R over N, NT. There you go. And the R over N, mm-hmm. the R over N, is that, that's, your, that's your term. Right, right. That's your, that's your term, right. rate over term. Rate right over term, well, There yeah. you go. <laughs> Look at Lab. <laughs> the finance the, wizard. The, <laughs> the miracle of Google. <laughs> That's why you should not know. Lad, lad read that shit like, damn. He read <laughs> that shit like a home when we dealing with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to do a video on that, man. Just go through all them formulas. He read that shit like, like what the hell? <laughs> man, that's all I ate for damn near five years. Right. Eat, sleep with that, man. But uh, I just want people to understand in regards to when you're trying to do this kind of stuff, I, I, I really do believe the 401k theory is good if you're between 30, 20 and 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Little bit 35 to 40. Okay. But when you hit 40 years old, I do think it's okay 
to invest in your 401k, mm-hmm. but don't make that your main stock. Right. Okay. Big shout out to everybody that's tuning in to tune in on Instagram, TikTok, how y'all doing, Facebook, YouTube. If you got anything, any question regarding the subject matter we talk about tonight, feel free to chime in. If it's anything outside of retirement, hold it, and at the end of the show, I'll answer all your questions. I promise you with that. Say hi to your mama. What's up, mama? <laughs> mom going to check me out, ain't she? Mom, appreciate you tuning in, baby. Mom, we all here with show. Hey, Poochie, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about tonight? <laughs> I'm a girl. But, um, again, you know, that's the kind of thing I want, I want to have a conversation tonight because, you know, far too often I think people, when, you know, they don't really understand because what's sold to them in regards to having a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's right, because you, you look back at the whole advent of 401Ks is the, the opportunity for businesses to get out of being liable to cover you, you know, we're in the world of pensions no more. Right, right. So that's that they they get out of liability to be able to take care of you in retirement. But if you turn around, you know, you ain't got them fifty, sixty dollars in your four hundred one k. Now you worry about social security and four hundred one k. Well, you know where you're going. Right. Walmart. Right, right, right. You're gonna be a certified sticker per inflation. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> that's what it. Well, you know, I want college sad. You laugh. You know what it is. I just think that. I don't want to ever knock nobody, but the problem come up is a lot of times, is, and, and you know, me being 25 years in the financial service industry, I think that people put credit into you when you say something that they like. Right. You know, but something's wrong when you say something against it. I, I don't mean it's sad as far as people having to go work at Walmart because of their retirement, because to be honest with you, a lot of us don't know about the retirement part, and then you got to think about, and this is a show you, you probably don't have, you got to think about fact that everything goes up most of the time besides your pay so you're paying more for certain things you know of your daily everyday life and you don't and you're not getting no more money in your paycheck Mm -hmm. so you know your 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 uh accounts receivable (laughs) is is less than your uh your um accounts payable yeah so you're you're receiving some money but you're paying out a lot more than you receive and I'm not talking about the people who go buying the the, the thousand dollar a month car payment. I'm talking about people just regular, regular the, the stuff. Grocery utilities. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no. sometimes that will that 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 might play a role in retirement. And then before you know it, you know you got a couple of kids you're trying to make sure they get to school and stuff. It's a show I think you should have just about maintaining everyday life and how to balance those books and stuff out. But I'm not gonna say no more about it. But that I think that plays a role in it too. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, you know, we, we first getting started again tonight. We're talking about how to plan for retirement, the short dollar way. The first thing I always ask people when we start talking about retirement, again, um, when we look at that is, what's your goal with retirement? You know, you start talking about getting this money. Um, what's the hot thing, hot thing now? Generational wealth. Yeah, you want to have this kind of money. This is how you build generational wealth. Everybody want to blame their grandma and granddaddy for not saving no damn money. Knowing their grandma and granddaddy couldn't damn read. And they just like, yeah, well, they should have saved this and we didn't mm-hmm. build that. And I'm going to say this. When you get to a point where you got a little change in your bank, you find out real quick, those kids that your ass was saving and planning for don't want to do the shit you were planning for them to do. And so you don't sit there for a <laughs> You don't sit there and try to save all these zeros and build all this wealth. 
I don't want to do this. I got two grown sons right now, and I hope they're damn looking right now. <laughs> Great kids loving to death. Telling me what they don't want to damn do. Right. But, you know, hey, man, you're going to go work for the white man. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, don't I talk. Ask him, don't I talk to him like that? I'm sure you do. You going to go work hey, for them? No, you not. Shit. Hey, you not because you, yeah. you, you yeah. talk to him like yeah, that. Yeah, you think daddy, <laughs> daddy tripping. You gonna go work for them, <laughs> and this all money, and you see what money I'm making. Right. So again, you know, it, it's it's you it's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Four months out of year. Right. Yeah. T and PJ, y'all hear me? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, and, and I love my kids. I got great kids. They're doing well. They don't bother me for money, so I ain't tripping. Right. But one out of them four, drives the two. But at the end of the day, you know I'm selling it. Yeah, right. You have a seven-year clock. But, you know, back to it, when we started talking about that whole thing, when we were looking at what's your goal, the whole thing, legacy. People sitting there looking at generational wealth. I'm trying to have my kids' kids. Mm-hmm. We hear Master P talk about it all the time. You know, my kids, this generational wealth. Mm-hmm. I, I like the sound of it, but every time I see the brother, and I, 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 I love Master P. I, I admire a lot of his stuff. But it seems like every time I see an interview with him and his sons, He's doing most of the talking. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, like, I think it's easy to say what you're doing and what your kid's going to do mm-hmm. when you're talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, again, like, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, well, this is what we're doing. My kids do this. And right. I can do the same shit. Right. You know, say, hey, man, my sons and mother stand. This is the business. Shit, no. <laughs> I, I know better. I know better. And I don't have lazy kids, mm-hmm. but my interests are my interests. They're not interested in that. Right. They're good kids. My son, I got son, Ivy League graduate. One got another scholarship to a service academy. Good kids, but they are some other shit. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But when we start trying to plan and do all this stuff, generational wealth, don't assume because you teach them about investing, you teach them about money, they're going to follow the path you want. And you make all these lifestyle and wholesale changes thinking it's going to happen be- for your child. They might not want that house you left them. They might not want that money. They might go. You, you just don't know. Right. And you, you are fooling yourself or setting yourself up from pain because somebody did it to think that because you have conversation with them, you teach them, they're going to do that. Hell no. Right. You got your damn mind. <laughs> Like I said again, you know, right. again, it sounds good when you ain't got it. When you get it and you find out, shit, no, they don't know. No, that's not, no, that's not how it happens. Right. And, uh, you know, we talked about this before. Most of the time you see kids that kind of follow their parents. You see it sometimes, you know, kids following, you know, I look at uh, uh, Kathy's with Chick-fil-A and all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. You see, and it, it looks great and it's exciting. Most of the time you got a kid that follows their parents' footsteps with a business. You know, parents, damn it, really just trying to keep their ass out of trouble. They're tired of carrying their ass. Mm-hmm. Go on, bring Junior to work, you know, whatever. You got your daughter in there working because she got to take care of her and her kids and something like that. And, and it, it may, like with the cat and all that, may be a prerequisite to keep getting that money. You, you don't, some people do that. Like, if you want, you want me to keep supporting you and taking care of you, you need to come work at this business. You need to come do something or else I'm cutting you off. When you talk about millions and billions like that, they get to talking, talking about cutting folks off. Well, you know, and 
they may be straight, but I, I just. I'm saying like you don't have millions and billions, but you get what I'm talking. Yo, absolutely, <laughs> brother. But you know, I, I just think that it, it, it's a great. It's damn near like you know Wakanda and damn uh, vibranium. You know, we, we, it, it's damn near a fantasy. Like I'm gonna build this generational wealth. Like that shit sound good when you ain't got it. When you start getting your little change, you start seeing your kids in instances and shit, and they just really want more of your money and stuff like that. You real find out real quick. It ain't necessarily like that, you know. And that's why. And you see real quick, really, why there aren't that many black or white families that maintain generational wealth. There aren't that many that when they start, and this is start off with money because the the younger ones, it's not they weren't taught; they're just not interested. And I think people that was you know one of the things. So we first one was a uh, legacy. The other one is just living. You know, yes. How many of y'all heard your uncle, grandma, granddaddy? Shit, I'm just going to retire and go fishing. Right. Go fishing, you know, walk down to a little corner store and paper spades and checkers. Let me get this the, the Instagram. It's kind of on to the brink right now. But, uh, you know, just go and play, you know, in, uh, checkers and spades and get that going. And that's all they kind of like interested in, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, that's just that's just what they want to do, mm-hmm. and we could be sitting there trying to look at push a certain way. That's all they want to do: is just live, sustain, and maintain, die, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you got some people want both. They want to sit here and just, you know, chill, relax, and live in retirement, and um, uh, also kind of want to leave some things to their heirs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of I think how kind of most people fall into that in different degree where they may put a little bit more on you know one of the two you know either they just want to make sure they're leaving a certain amount of money to they they they, they heirs mm-hmm. um and also kind of live their, li- their lives out that's what happened the good part about it they think about other people the bad part about it far too often uh there's not the advent of estate planning you know grandparents leave a house parents leave a house for damn six kids <laughs> Only one of them MS working. Right. <laughs> Three of them on drugs. Right. The other two want to sell it. Other two sitting there like, man, I don't even care. <laughs> Let me know. Right. <laughs> she get a damn. Stay the hell apart 20 years later. Right. Now, I seen this. Uh, it's funny. I seen the Johnny Taylor death stories. Uh-huh. The musician. Uh-huh. How he had, he had like, I think four kids that kind of he acknowledged. Right. They had like two or three outside babies. Oh, okay. And by the time he had like a million something dollars estate, by the time they went through court, everybody got $2,000. About $2,000. <laughs> they need to make it, make a decision without the, the court. Man, right? shit. And he just never had a straight wheel. Right. And it just went like that, man. Everybody got a $2,000 check. Wow. Damn. The bad part about the main daughter that was going against the outside baby when they took paternity uh, DNA test, she wasn't his daughter. <laughs> God, oh my God, that was embarrassing. Last two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. But you know, again, we start like, let's talking again about what are your goals? Do you go, you know, legacy, having this generational wealth, this this envisioning this. You know, you got this house, Falcon Crest. You remember Falcon Crest mm-hmm. and Dallas and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, Yeah, you know, just having that kind of stuff. Or you just looking just, you know, live, maintain, just kind of, you know, live your days out. It's just like a combination of both. But I think most people kind of fall in that little, that little realm. You know, first identifying what goal you want. We start talking now. Again, tonight's show talking about 
how to plan for retirement in a short dollar way. What are you trying to plan from there? The next step we go into is the factors that determine what you can do. It's very important because we can have what we want to do, but then we got something called reality. Okay? At the end of the day, math is math. Math is true, right? We know that. We won't get around that, you know. You know, thoughts and dreams and aspirations and all that shit, right. that's just what it is. So the factors that come up here is very important. We have to make sure we pay attention to that. So what determines what you, you know, how you can, uh, how much money you have retirement, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing is your age. Okay. Your age. Do not hit 50 years old thinking you're going to sit here and try to save up so much millions of dollars by just putting in so many hundred dollars a month. Right. It ain't going to happen. You have a lot more flexibility the younger you are. Right. A lot more flexibility the younger you are. And, guys, remember, I'm going to let you guys know, give you a tidbit. I'm going to give you the short dollar retirement calculator at the end of the show. Okay. Easy rundown of how you know, just know, give you an idea what you need to look at. Okay. But the first thing is we look at the age. We got to be realistic on the age we are, how far we are from retirement, to be able to save some money at. We got to be realistic about that. It does not mean if you hit 55, you can't do anything. But you got to be realistic. You know where you're at as far as discretionary income to be able to put to it. Even if you say, I'm serious, I'm putting a little bit more. You got to be realistic what you can and can't do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to just look at the age and the time frame you're looking at. You also got to look at the income you're making. Mm-hmm. Is, your income gonna be, is your income at a position, especially in relation to your debt? Or do you have the, the actual amount of money that you can put that money to the side? Right. Back to the crew to do that kind of thing. If you know you don't have it, and you know you don't have the capacity to, uh, what's going on? See my son Chris just tuned in. Uh, if you don't have the capacity to add to it, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things is when we start looking at it, just say you would, uh, me and one of my kids were having a conversation about, you know, nothing negative. We're just talking about uh, if you have a job and work for yourself in regards to just the increase in income. Like we're just talking, if, you, if you're working for a company, the most you can do is, Maybe work overtime or get another part time. You got your own business, you may say to yourself, Well, I might have to sell three or four more widgets. Just kinda like right. how you increase your income. You know if what your income come in, what kind of options you have to actually bring in more money. Mm-hmm. Work overtime, get it part time. Or get your whole new job, however you want to do it. Right. But you gotta be realistic about the money you got coming in, how you gonna be able to, you know, add to that, right? Mm-hmm. That's very, very important. Don't sit here and try to you can at, just take interest out of the equation. You know if you put in $100 a month, where $100 at the end of the year. Right. Damn it, you know that. Let's not try to get into a thought process that, hey, I can save this. No. And we understand if you got 12, and, and 12, I'm going to mess with none of my damn math. Let me son. Let's play that 12. 144. So, 12, 12, that's 144. So, you know, 1,200, in the 12 years, you got $14,400 right in the interest. Okay. What you going to do with that? <laughs> what you going to do with that? Right. Okay? So, we got to kind of look at that. Okay? So, I just want you to be understanding what's your income. Mm-hmm. The third one is probably the most important, your personality and your discipline. If you know you're not a disciplined person, and people always have to make sure that you do this, and you got to have accountability, I say you can't do it, but just again, I'm very big on self on self awareness. If you know you're not the type of person to stay on top of certain things, don't try to set unrealistic expectations or goals 
in regards to things that actually need somebody staying on top of it, right? You can't sit here and say to yourself, well, I'm going to do this. You know you don't push right. stuff to the side. Now, if you have shortcomings with doing that, you know, do some automatic graphs. Try to find some way to circumvent that. Mm-hmm. But that discipline and your uh, personality has to come into play. Right. You start talking about retirement, are you the type of person? That's why they try to make it easier for you. They try to take it out your paycheck, mm-hmm. which is for one k because they want to take the whole undisciplined factor out of it. We mm-hmm. doing making it easier for you. Mm-hmm. But if you actually trying to build and do some additional stuff to it, you know, be more realistic, reach a certain goal, you have to be honest with yourself as far as your discipline, uh, your discipline level, and also just what kind of person you are as far as doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, those are three factors we started looking at. The factors that determine what you can do: your age, your income, and your discipline. Okay. Again, I'm Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar. So tonight we're talking about how do we plan for retirement the short dollar way. We went through the first factor is on planning for it. That being number one, what's your goal? Number two is the fact that determine what you can do. Number three, we want to address implementing everything. And when we start talking about, again, that generational, um, the goals, uh, I'm also looking at that in terms of the, uh, uh, the goals, the generational wealth, and taking care of your children's children. How big a, how big a, a message is that to you? Mm. People say it all the time. I'm going to leave this for my grandboys. I'm right, going to leave this for right. that. But you haven't really, you can leave them some stuff that they ain't been taught to keep or whatever. You break your neck. You see, I'm a, I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. I'm a realist. My, my thing is I give my kids more knowledge right. than anything. Right. If they can roll with it, roll with it, if it ain't, it ain't. Dad ain't trying to leave you too much shit. You know what I'm saying? That's going to, you know, what can happen to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you stuff, but I'd rather leave you a big insurance policy. But I ain't, I'm going to spend most of the money on me. <laughs> Somebody right. got a question? No, not okay. yet. I'm just but, checking. Uh, but that's the one thing I think a lot of people need to look at, it, you know. Um, secondly, when we start looking at it, the other part of it is we, uh, I'm about to lose my, I had lost my stuff on my notes for a second. We start talking about the um, living part of it. What we like uh, uh, in regards to just just making a goal. Uh, what do you want to be doing? Right. We start talking about goals and, and, and stuff. What do you want to be doing in retirement? Do you want to be going on cruises? Do you want to be just be, you know, buy your Winnebago? You and your old lady y'all do some traveling. You know, do you want to kind of take that little trip or vacation you never did? Mm-hmm. You know, just hang out with your kids. All those kind of things you got to kind of we, we want to be kind of writing this stuff down hypothetically before right. we start attaching costs to it. Do also say do we have to t- attach a cost to that to like each one? Like well, let's put the action. Cost this one, this much to get a winning bag on travel. Well, let's put the action down first, and then we go back and we add costs to it oh, later. Okay. So we're looking at you want you know visit your grandkids, visit your old friends or whatever, you know just do different stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, those kind of things, I think, kind of just do that pre-jotting down, kind of logistic, kind of see if you can make those goals happen. Then we start, and, then, and, then, and right now, everyone, we're in the planning phase to try to get ready to retire. And we're just doing some brainstorming. I'm just giving you the blueprint in regards how to do it. You know, we just went into the goals, how we're looking at the bills legacy, you know, writing this stuff down. I went over first just addressing it. Now we, we're looking at how to build from it. Look at the legacy standpoint, you know, what other things you want to do, building for your children's children, your, you know, generational wealth. Second, as far as, you know, you want to just be living. What you want to have, you know, the vehicles, the cars, the living, how you want to be living from there. Mm-hmm. And then both, you be just saying to yourself, how do I plan on, do I want to be going on these trips and vacations? Do I want to have a certain amount of money? How do I want to be living, you know? 
Let's, let's hypothetically write this kind of stuff down. Spinning to the second part of it is we look at those factors. Okay. When we start, we start looking at those factors, we're looking at the age. Mm. Well, I just told you that investment arises. Right. How much time do you have? Realistically, looking at the age, don't be like I'm, I'm full of forty, but I feel thirty-five. <laughs> you know, how 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 much how much do uh how much do I plan on? You know, how much time do I have? I'm sorry, how much time do I have to build from my where I am right now to retirement? Is it realistic for me to sit here and just say that I can have X amount of dollars or, or just be able to live comfortably? Income? Do you make enough to save? You have fixed income. Um, are you living check to check? Do you have the capacity to go leave and go somewhere else and make you more money? Okay. These are kind of stuff. These are little tough questions, you know, where you got to be honest with yourself. A lot of people don't want to address because they might get in their feelings about themselves. Right. But again, you got to look at this kind of stuff because you ain't the type of person. You know, it's it's funny. Let, just to get off basis. It was a video we did the other when we talked about the shows. The you know the women were putting in, or, or were saying, okay, well, I don't want to work anymore. Right. You know, my husband he take care of the bills, and a lot of men were saying I pay all the bills and I do all that. And they were saying that was cool with the relationship. The, the flip side of it is, I'm just sitting to myself like, if you go into a situation where you say, okay, the man is gonna pay the majority of the bills. Mm-hmm. Let's we we even think about retirement and all that. I think less should be put into if the man is going to pay all the bills and you get home chilling, you take care of the house. What kind of damn lifestyle change y'all going to have? Right. Because at his max, if he could just make that, mm-hmm. you just know that's what it is. Right. Now, if y'all, you add something to it, y'all can do a little bit more. But if his max, if his, what he's doing can do that and keep guys keep a great lifestyle and stuff like that, cool. Majority of the time it's not like that. Majority of the time it's not like this. You know, you just able to do certain things and uh and it's a you call because if you if he can afford you to stay at home and chill and everything and you take care of the house and stuff like that and after a while you wanna do certain things you may be able to do, you may not be able to do without struggling, that's you guys call. I do think sometimes you may limit yourself unless that person is making a decent amount of money. Right. But I don't think people try to have that look at that side of it. The life, you know, because we start talking about the capacity. If you got a man doing it, if you have capacity, they can increase that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people look at how you're going to increase it. You go to another job, work more hours, do this, that, and that. And that affects other stuff when a person just totally working all the damn time. Right. To keep you able to sleep on sofa. <laughs> Regardless of the gender, the woman doing the man right, doing it, right. whoever doing it. But those kind of things that we kind of look at, we start talking about. How you gonna be able to maintain uh, uh, certain things? And, life, <laughs> and, lifestyle, and lifestyle, like I guess a reflection of the lifestyle that you want to keep in retirement is something that needs to be weighed as well. Because if you're living comfortably now, off the income you have, you have to. I guess you would have to think about when you retire, when you have that same, uh, you know, same income to live as comfortably, comfortably as you are. So, Absolutely. You know, comfortability is comfortable, kind of word, but being comfortable. In your retirement is also you something you need to think about. Yeah, I, like I said, man, retirement one of them things. But I just think people aware of it, but it, you know, it just again, it's um so far away. Yeah, so far away, <laughs> so and it ain't away. stopping nothing. Right, right. But then, like I said, you start. I think you get older. Like I said, you start hitting. You hit north of fifty-five. 
And you're like, man, you start looking at it, then you start to realize, I want to do these particular things, then you're looking at your bank account. Mm-hmm. That's when you start thinking funny about it. So that's why I had a discussion tonight. Again, and I was talking about how to plan for retirement in a short dollar way. I want to actually have that discussion with everybody just in regards to being realistic about well, you, when you're trying to retire and what kind of position you put yourself in, in my perspective on, on sort of a retirement, because again, we got too many videos out here and too many people talking in regards to putting X amount of dollars in it this way when you had this phase. And that amount you have saved, I think it's totally damn unrealistic. Right. You know, and I don't, you know me, I don't get into hypotheticals. So what I want to do now is we get into putting it all together phase. The first thing I want you guys to look at, we start to say we're looking at building a legacy and everything. Um, what I say to people is, the first thing you want to make sure that what is the amount to cover your your current or future family debt? Okay. okay, we start talking about retirement now. First thing you got to look at, what is the amount you need to cover your current and future family debt? That means what you're going to need to cover your mortgage, kids' tuition, and your wife crib for the dog race. <laughs> Every year. Every year. <laughs> that thing stopped. Got Her girl trip and all this other stuff. All right. You gotta make sure you got all seriously gotta make sure you got all that stuff figured out. You don't you, you need to kinda get that ballpark number. And be a little transparent with myself. I always kept when I was younger, when my kids were younger rather, I kept Two five hundred thousand dollar policies because I know I had younger kids that were back to back to back. Right. If something happened to me, okay, you know, I had tuition cover. Right. That was that was my thought process. Right. Now, two of them got scholarship. One of them graduated. One got a scholarship. I don't got to worry about two. I don't need all that. Right. You know. Right. I'm not trying to make folks rich. Right. I'm trying to just cover some school money. Right. 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 <laughs> right. I ain't studying the other stuff. So again. We were sitting there, and I was just like, okay, that's covered. So, again, I scaled back with actual uh, premiums I had. I didn't have to have, have all that. Right. Those are the kind of things I think a lot of times people don't want to look at. Now, you you know, say, okay, I got to maybe look at big picture-wise. You can always make adjustments to everything. Um, lifestyle, knowing what you want to be having at retirement, knowing, okay, well, how you want to maintain. If you and your old lady like shopping, you and your old man like going hanging out and stuff like that. Why the hell you gotta stop it because you don't retire? Right. Y'all like going yeah. smoke cigars and drink cognac. There you go. <laughs> you know that's the only way he's gonna shut up. He get his cigar and they crown. Right, right. He just can't stop because he ain't working no more. He might need it more than he ain't working. <laughs> Absolutely. He's gonna need some bud then. <laughs> she gonna need some bud. You know, shit. Gotta sit with you all day and eat down so proper. Hell no. Nah. Give him a damn God, he grow his weed in the back. <laughs> but kind of really looking at lifestyle-wise, what do you guys want to do? What kind of trips you want to take, and what do you have? Be aware of the expenses at retirement. You gotta, you gotta look at what you're gonna have in retirement, and not what you currently have. Okay. Well, a lot of folks get kind of twisted because you're making such x amount of dollars now, and you feel comfortable. You know, you got that general that, that uh, income coming in. You got to be able to find a way to kind of cover it, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you have made some big purchases in your 40s or 50s, mm-hmm. a 30-year mortgage, you know. Yeah, you're 40, you're yeah. They're going to be set for yeah. that, 
what you gonna be doing to cover that, you know? Right, right. Also, as you get older, as you get older, it's not if, it's when. Mm-hmm. Health changes, Dude. doctor visits, prescriptions, all right. that kind of stuff gonna be taken into consideration. How much you gonna have to have to cover those things? You know, again, we're just straight forecasting because um, uh, you could be looking at the car that'll be gone, house may be paid off, but hell, you bleeding out your ear, your butt itching, you got bones doing all kind of stuff. I mean, that's just part of growing up. As we get older and get more mature, that's just gonna happen, right? That's true. And you gotta kind of be preparing for that side. Mm-hmm. One thing going up, another thing, and one thing going down, another thing going up. Mm-hmm. And that's how life is, right? So we gotta kind of be looking at that. And uh, also the fun stuff. You know, you 60, 70 years old, you and your old lady wanna go on some trip. You know, you you hit 65, 70, you going by yourself, you wanna go to hedonism. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know, got you a bag of blue pills. Right, right. Ready to get down. <laughs> Ready to get down. Right, right. You know, your papa got them pills now. <laughs> Ladies be well. But that's a part of uh, mm-hmm. life. That's, that's part, part of, of uh, maintaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But you have to add stuff. You have to add stuff like that. It's, 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 there's no way you can't add all variables into the equation because you're gonna come up short all the time. You're gonna come up short. Then you're gonna be sitting on the front porch going, scratch your head because you added something wrong and you can't figure it out. So yeah, all that stuff needs to be added. And even let me ask you a question. We talked about health. Once you retire. Nine times out of ten, you may not have no insurance, so you got to add your cost of medical into there. Prescriptions, too, maybe. Definitely be adding that stuff in there. That's why I said we all talking about lifestyle. Like right. I just said, the car note and the house note may be gone, right. but your damn medical bills increasing. Okay. So, right. like I said, that don't change. You know, that's what I was saying. Like, you have to be proactive with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm going to be okay. No. Mm-mm. No. I'm praying about no, it. No, no. Hell, Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Right. No, I really want to realize You know, so, you know, those are the kind of things I think, I think people don't want to, people know it, but they don't uh-huh. necessarily want to address it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. So those, I really want to challenge people to kind of make sure you're being proactive with preparing for that. And um, when we start looking at having both of them, I think it's, you, it's very important to be very aware of the amount to cover all future and current living expenses. Mm-hmm. So we start talking about, say, like I was saying before, if you die, mm-hmm. what's what's going to be needed? Do you want to have your grandchildren or your children's college or your down payment for your kids' first house? Whatever those kind of things you got to cover. You know, right. that being, it can be in form of insurance. It can be a form of different annuities. It can be a form of, excuse me, properties you've acquired. Just proper planning. I don't know why the hell people don't like talking about getting old and deaf. I was just about to say, we don't, nobody wants to think about getting old. If you 40 or 35, you don't want to think about 65 and, and 70 because why? That is so far away for you right now. You're talking about 30 and 40 years away from me now. I don't want to talk about that. I want, I'm, I'm right here at the club dancing, doing my thing. I don't want to think about when I'm 70, probably, you know, having bad knees and stuff that's not something i want to think about so you know people don't want to think about that that stuff is morbid to most people see i'm on the opposite see i don't want no damn 
I, I embrace grandkids, but I don't want their ass to stand on my damn house like I'm damn near right. I like visit Papa and leave. Yeah, get the hell out. <laughs> Shit, right. Man. I don't want to be doing all the extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I really want to go do my fishing and my hunting mm-hmm. and with all my little stuff and everything. I just want to be able to enjoy it and have all the other stuff on my time and uh really just plan accordingly. If something happened to me, cool. Right. I, I don't know why people don't do that. I don't know why. Don't want to think my about um, and my folks didn't do that, man. My folks didn't do that. Uh, my grandma when she got sick right before she died, yeah, she shared a lot of stuff with me then. But besides that, I don't know. We got here. So what about buying CDs, IRAs, and place with life insurance? You can put money, very money. Right? Um, the question, the question is, Mother Producer Slick Three Sixteen. So what about buying CDs or IRAs in place of life insurance? You can put money in them every month, right? You probably come up with a uh, IRA, put money in the IRA, and it's the same thing, you know, just like you have an IRA being a retirement account, or even with the CDs. You still got to make sure, and we're gonna get to that in regards to. The short dollar blueprint. Mm-hmm. You gotta make sure that the dollar amount still gonna go to what you need. Right. It still gotta go back to what you need. Mm-hmm. Right. So we gotta look at that. And I'm glad you brought that up because again, we just from that last little part about being able to cover both. I'm gonna give you guys now the short dollar blueprint. Well, let me ask one more question. Talk to me before you give us the blueprint. What about what about investing? You know, there's a lot of forex stuff going on around lately. Forex and and Bitcoin and all that stuff, and you know, you see the see it on Instagram. They they handing people thousands of dollars in their hand for one one minute of investment. So, you know, those things right there. A lot of people can get caught up in that thinking, oh, this is quick money right here. I can I can do this for my retirement. In all actuality, they not they. I mean, even when I talk to you about the non fungible tokens, you know, people start getting into that stuff and. Thinking, okay, this is gonna be retirement. To me, it's like antique roadshow. You know how that one time antique roadshow, they bought a frame from a yard sale, and behind the frame was a, a original Declaration of Independence <laughs> signed by everybody, and it was worth four million dollars. People think like that. To me, I'm, I'm cool with having a portfolio of different items. Okay, I'm not real big on being speculative. Okay, what I mean, I don't like I don't like planning on hey, I can do this, and I want to be. I mean, trading is so exciting to people that want to do this. People are making money. Like I told you before, like, I think fo- a lot of folks are more lucky mm-hmm. than actually being uh, productive okay. knowing what they're doing. Um, I think it's an option. Um, I would say choose at your own risk mm-hmm. with doing that. And I do think you need to have that in your portfolio, but be realistic. You know, for forty, what is what is the saying? The formula, damn near like, you subtract one from your age to one hundred, mm-hmm. and that lets you know how much it's your age. Um, uh, your age minus that, the bigger number should be how much the investment is cash, mm-hmm. uh, uh, how much should be invested in the savings, and other should be invested in stocks. Okay. So, use myself for example. Um, Forty-four, easy math, forty. Minus one hundred. Okay. Let's say let's say sixty percent of my uh, uh of my portfolio probably need to be in cash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Forty percent need to be in stock. Okay. Because you don't have enough time left before retirement. Right. You know before you know you can be risking that kind of stuff. Right. Everybody don't think like me. Okay. But again, you don't have the 
the time or the energy at 50 and 60 that you do at 20 and 30. Right. You know? And what you mean by cash, you mean, do you mean like uh, precious metals like silver and, and gold or just I'm cars, talking about just them checking savings, bonds, okay. treasury notes, things like that. Okay. Um, I do think, like we talked before, I did a video, we do need uh, tangible assets that be your savings, I mean collectibles and stuff. I did a video, guys check that out, uh, the video I did maybe like about three weeks ago about tangible assets. Mm -hmm. You do need those collectibles, heirlooms, things like that in your portfolio. Uh, man, definitely check that video out about three weeks ago about tangible assets. Okay. You need to have that in there. Uh, but it still go back to the point, you know, kind of do your homework. Don't mm -hmm. don't just go out there and try to, you know, just fix fix stuff overnight. Mm -hmm. Do your homework and be realistic about stuff. But kind of what I wanted to share everybody with my blueprint, I have a different perspective when it comes to retirement. Mm -hmm. A lot of people try to tell you that you, you, can, you can get a certain amount of money invested. My goal, my thing of it is, is that if you're able to do it and you got a certain amount of money, that you can save up because you making X amount of damn dollars, you got this stuff left over, and the money sitting in your bank account, it's sitting in your damn bank. Mm -hmm. And if you turn around, and you got two or three hundred thousand million dollars just sitting in your bank, not your four hundred one k, just sitting there. I mean, you 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 okay, right? Right. My thing is, we start going into retirement. The thing, what I say, cover yourself far as living so we go to this point we say we got to know a number so we say okay what are you going to live what are you going to need to live in retirement mm -hmm. so if i'm 40 and i plan to retire at 60 what am i going to need to live each year and i say look i'm going to need my mom between my mortgage my utilities me and my wife shopping or whatever traveling whatever i'm going to need to make at least 30 grand a year 30 grand a year. And you say to yourself, I want to retire at 60. Okay. God willing, at 60, I'm going to live to 80. Okay. Anything past 80, shit, we'll just cross that bridge and we'll get there. Okay. Right? If you know from 60 to 80, 20 years, so I got a 20 year window, I got to kind of be prepping for it, right? I need 30 grand. So 30 times 20 years. Six hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Which I don't think is unrealistic for the average person to be needing mm -hmm. from thirty to eighty years old. Okay. I say this again, six hundred thousand dollars. Now how many damn people got six hundred damn thousand dollars in their four hundred one K? Right. <laughs> uh probably the top two percent if on. that. So you sitting there saying to yourself, Damn, he said it like that. How in the hell am I gonna do that? So now we ask ourselves right now, if I'm going to need $600,000 at age 60 in my 401k, my problem is what? My investment horizon is too short. There's no way in the hell that I'm going to be able to put an extra hundred, two, three hundred, a couple thousand dollars to be able to have myself sitting on 600 grand. Right. In retirement, what can I do? This is short dollar way. Get your ass out of that hole trying to save this money up and build this portfolio. Okay. What you need to be doing is breaking your neck between if you got a 10-year window, a 15-year window, finding things that will generate the money to make 30000 a year. Okay. 30000 a year, what, 2500 a month? Mm -hmm. And that's 2500 a month, right? 
So what the hell can you be doing to make twenty five hundred dollars a month generating hey, it? This is actually on top of what you already make. No, right? no, no, no. I mean in retirement. Okay. We said we need to live off thirty thousand a year. Okay. So we need twenty five hundred dollars a month. Twenty five hundred that's thirty a year, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what can we be doing? So say we got some rental properties, mm -hmm. some vending machines, we just throwing out throwing out ideas, a bread route, whatever. We didn't you know, just whatever we did, we bought a little small annuity. It's giving us five hundred dollars a month, whatever. You need to be breaking your neck between, say, if you're starting at 40 to 60 to getting yourself in a position to have those things getting built that can generate that $2,500 a month. Mm -hmm. You got a better chance of getting that together than, than, using, than, than, than hoping the discretionary income you have from your job, you can apply through your 401k to accrue the 600000 Okay. If you lost me. Your goal need to switch from getting the six hundred thousand that you have at age sixty in retirement to getting vehicles in place or channels in place to generate you thirty thousand a year. Okay, twenty five hundred dollars a month. So basically, in retirement, I guess I'm just breaking it down for the ladies. In a retirement, once I retire, I still need to have twenty twenty five hundred dollars a month coming in. But I need to figure out what that what that asset or what that may be investment may be to generate that from the point that I retire on right yes okay okay and, and again it's not applicable if you damn making all this money you got this stuff stacking up right but it is applicable you don't hit 40 right and you sitting there looking like damn man I ain't got forty fifty thousand dollars in there I mean but you even think about the 20 or 30 year olds they they're they switch jobs so much they don't have 401ks either you think about it you know, in this in this in this gig economy, they they switch jobs like it's war. Like, oh, I ain't, I ain't want to work here no more. Well, and they, none of them are. You know, when you think about tech jobs and how much money these people make at tech jobs, everybody not making the same amount of money. So, even 30 year olds need to think about investments or something to generate them a certain amount of income after, because they're not gonna save either. They don't think they're gonna get old. Right. That's when their back gonna start hurting one day. <laughs> I tell, tell my kids, see, I found something new in the past five years called Napster. <laughs> Napster. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I got to take a nap. Let me know like I'm in pre-K. Right. Shit. I got to have my nap. So those kind of things, man, I think a lot of times people need to focus on to really, if you do that, that'd be more beneficial. Mm -hmm. Again, get out of the whole rat race of trying to save all this money. And spend that 10 to 15 year investment horizon if you have not accumulated at a certain point. Mm -hmm. How much would you need at a certain point? Like I said, again, we got, we got to go back to the numbers. I'm a numbers person, everybody. Mm -hmm. So we got to go to a number what we're going to need to be living off of. You know? Right. Some, I got, remember what I said? Some things will be paid off, i.e., car, house. maybe house. Mm -hmm. But some things going to go up. Health insurance, uh, you know, depending if you got prescriptions. Hell, long-term care. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to be down seven, eight years old. Light bill, they gas bill, and water bill. Damn sure going to go come up. come on now. <laughs> but you damn sure don't want to be seven, eight years old. Kids got to sit in a corner, <laughs> piss and pamper. Right. And you sitting over there like, man, well, you chain granddaddy. Now right. you chain granddaddy. <laughs> in you the can. dark. Come to your house in the dark because you can't afford to pay the light bill. Yeah. That, that stuff. Yeah. Having all the time, lad. Yeah, it does. Having all the time. And I, I, and I, I just want to tell people that uh, what a big old crown roll bag. Sorry. <laughs> That's me, they man. couldn't see it on the camera. Okay, well, I just showed everybody. <laughs> they didn't see it till you put it up. It's all good. It's our function. 
But those are actually things I think people need to be focusing on. When we start talking about building retirement, you you can be you, you do the math. You know how much money you putting in a damn four hundred one k. Right. Do not let that down person HR fool your ass about you know that little rate of return and all that kind of stuff. It's gonna make money, but it's not gonna make enough money for you to live off of retirement. Yeah, no kind of sustainability. Right. And yo, the the onus is on you now to be I'm getting all out of the camera. I'm sorry. The onus on you now is to actually be putting things in place to generate it. Mm-hmm. So if that's thirty thousand, you need to live off twenty thousand a year, forty thousand. Do the math. Mm-hmm. What can you be doing to generate that income each month? Rental property. Vending routes, bread routes, some annuities, mm-hmm. something that's generating the revenue that's doing it. You need to be trying to build to it. I ain't got no rental problem. My credit ain't straight. That's why you got 10 to 15 years to do it. Right. Now, you 55 trying to sit here now trying to save up $300,000. Come on now. We don't need to talk about that. You know, mm-hmm. but let's be real. We got to sit here and try to put certain things in place. The key is. What I say is this, what I talk about a lot of times when you're leaving your job. Try to make sure it takes you the least amount possible to live off of in retirement. Maybe realistic, maybe totally unrealistic. But I would just say that. Try to have the least amount of money you got to live off of. That be also being in, in regards to just reducing your debt, make sure your cash is not affected, and then put things and vehicles in place to help you cover it, okay? That's the short dollar way. Because you're playing for retirement, okay? Mm-hmm. I hope Some, that is. Somebody asked, um, they understand what you mean by the thirty thousand, uh, the thirty thousand a year. But they they ask, um, is there any like, is there any time frame that there's just too late? I don't think it's a such thing as too late. I think you just need to be realistic of where you at and what you need to do. Okay. If you hit, if you say you're fifty five, mm-hmm. and you want to retire at sixty. We go back to what we're saying. What do I need to live off of retirement? Mm-hmm. What can I be doing to, to actually bring in the money each month to do that? So that lets you know if you can't do it, your ass might need to retire at 65. Okay. You might need to retire at 70. Okay. You know, if Social Security, the amount you because we know we get the letter every year. We know what we're going to get in Social Security, right? right? We know that every year, right? <laughs> so you can do the math. So it's not a, a time that's too late, but you got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. The other side of it is too, even if you can't generate the twenty-five, the, the twenty thousand or the thirty thousand, what I just said before, spend a little time reducing your living expenses. Mm-hmm. It may take you thirty thousand live. Okay, well shit. Let me go put a little bit more money, pay this car note off. Let me try to uh, call the the utility company, get on a fixed plan. They only need fifteen hundred dollars a month to live off of. Right. Fifteen hundred dollars a month. What's that a year? I ain't got a, ain't got a calculator lab. Fifteen times twelve and what? Eighteen grand. So what can you do? Bring eighteen grand. So you just need the fifteen hundred a month. You reduce some of your expenses, reduce some of your liabilities. Now you fifteen hundred. So now you just need to make something have eighteen eighteen thousand. So no, it's not a thing in regards to it's too late. You just gotta be realistic of what you got going on. Don't you sit there and try to retire with a damn hundred thousand dollars in your damn four hundred one k, and that shit gonna last you every bit a good three years. Right. You gonna have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't gonna last no time. Okay. So we gotta make sure we put ourselves in a position to be sustainable. Okay. But uh, that's the short dollar way. Okay. 
and, it, and, and, and because I think I've seen too many videos that give people this false insecurity that God they need to have. If you ain't did it, I mean, you know, you not saving money in your 20s and you want to get serious about it a little later in life, that's not a moment to beat yourself up. It's a moment to say, well, what do I got to do? Okay. Try to figure out the, the Let's solve figure the it problem. Because you ain't trying to damn work no more. Right. So at the end of the day, what you did or didn't do, we can't change that. Right. It's well about what we're going to do. So I hope that information helps you guys tonight. Well, again, we talked about how to plan for retirement in a short dollar way, and that was my my way of doing it. If you need any additional information, go you know look in the description section, book an appointment, look at some of the other videos I got in regards to just uh, uh, planning, cash management. Uh, well, I was just talking about the one video we did about the damn, I'm going blank. Tangible assets. Tangible assets and stuff. That's a whole other option you can have. You know, again. I, I, I put in some of my pieces. I got some pieces that I know are worth, you know, a good five five figures. Mm -hmm. I know I got some, some old artwork that I bought that I'm very proud of. That I keep, you know, riders on. Uh, that's an insurance policy for that. And I, and I just, those kind of things are good. My, one of my mentors put me on that about 20 years ago, having that kind of stuff in place. You got that old baseball card. Like I told him about it, you see the house did well, go buy your Trey Young card. Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years from now, that might be $20,000. Mm -hmm. That might get you a year a year in retirement, mm -hmm. scot-free, that little one basketball card. Hey, I'll buy you about 20 of them, you know, cool. You might be good for retirement. You got to think outside the box. Don't dwell on what you didn't do. Focus more on what you're going to do. And Don't I'm not, I'm sorry, you're talking about cards. I'm not trying to, you know, wish bad on anybody or glorify, but, you know, the Kobe card just went for, uh, 1.9 million. 1.9 million. Rook. Come on, man. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. No, no, I appreciate that, lad. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about it. What do you think more easy to do? Get you a damn baseball card or damn go buy some Bitcoin? <laughs> baseball Come card. on now. Yeah. You, if, you, if you do your research, do your, I mean, if you do like really goofy in your research, you could you could get that card that you, that's probably be tangible later on. That'd probably be a tangible asset later on. Well, the problem come up is everybody want to just be rich. Right. Everybody want to be rich, but everybody want to do the BS to get rich. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what we talk about, man, I work 20 hours a day, so I work 40 hours a week. Right. Shit, I work. I work. <laughs> right, right. I like doing what I do. Right. It ain't meant for everybody, but you're going to pay them dues. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing I just want everybody, you know, just to be realistic about. And I'm trying to give you an easy blueprint to kind of cover it. So make sure, again, if you need any additional information or additional uh, assistance, I'm sure we got everybody had any questions. Uh, you know, if, if we missed anything, feel free to reach out to me. I want to tell you guys I appreciate from the bottom of my heart you guys tuning in and checking out the show. I love you guys. Again, this has been a Dollar Hour with me, Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar Self. Talk about planning for retirement the Short Dollar Way. Make sure, again, you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar Way. We talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. We got almost 300 videos on there, over 150 videos dealing with grant, over, no, sorry, over 150 grant opportunities on the YouTube channel. We stream all the time. Well, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok on that same handle, Mr. Short Dollar. But again, the main hub is the YouTube channel where all the videos are housed. Follow us, share us, and everything. Continue to support us. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Be safe. Talk to you soon.